Oh boy, listener, this is a big one. Main, main reveal. And it's a family episode. Maddie and Bree sit down with me. We do their gay sex stories and my gay sex story, but mine, mine is big. Mine is the main, main reveal, and I'm nervous, but also really excited to share this information with you. Please be kind. I don't know why you would be mean, but please be kind. And uh, know that a lot of thought went into this and when I was going to do this, and I'm really excited to share it with you. <laughs> yeah, and the special comes out on April 23rd. That's what we're thinking. I might eat these words later, but we're thinking April 23rd. So sign up for the text alert. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn on notifications. It's going to be free for everybody. I just want to text you when it goes live so that we can all watch it live together. And we're going to be bringing in guests during that time uh, to watch it. So it's going to be really, really fun. Um, and I'm really excited to share that with you. And that'll also alert you for text in your city and all that. Uh, go follow Maddie. Go follow Bree. Thank you for being a part. You know, okay, gay, but... When I started this podcast, I just wanted an agent. I did not know that it would become, you know, the story of the blossoming of my career and the the story of a really important uh, love to me. So thank you for coming along with me on this this journey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to share this, share both of these things with you, my special, but also uh, my girlfriend. I'm going to share my girlfriend with you, listener. Oh, don't you do that. But also it's open. So I guess, I guess technically you could. <laughs> ah, fuck my girlfriend list. <laughs> okay. Have a great week. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I kind of have a huge reveal happening today on the podcast. And Brie, I'm realizing, I think you might not even know who I'm dating. I have no clue. You were there on one of the most important episodes of this entire podcast. My breakup episode. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to do this in a nice I'm way. Main, main is <laughs> We... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I am in actual shock. No, no, I under I know I understand. I understand what <laughs> <laughs> Just excuse me, just doing some slight adjustment. Just comically lowering her chair. Oh my god. Well, okay. I think I think this was the banter. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. This is a family gay sex episode because yes. we have both that of sounds the so active, fucked. just like this. Ted Cruz fears. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some incestuous gay sex on the my episode favorite Pornhub category. <laughs> um. No. 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 But uh, for a lot of people, that's true. So. Hmm. Um, and and you know what? What does this do? Oh, <laughs> it it lost the we lost the. Uh, or did you do that on purpose? Unlabel it so that people would be like, "What does this do?" And then you get Rick rolled. No, uh, no, I didn't do it on purpose. This is just the old shitty. We're back to the old shitty soundboard, everybody. It works better than the than the the one we got, the expensive one. Well, it wasn't really that expensive. What does this one do? I don't know what that one does, but you got to like, kind of go with your pinky in there. It's really tight, like me. Oh, it doesn't work. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel nothing. <laughs> you, you're going to have to hit it a little bit harder than that to get me going. Um, all right, cool. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. Family incest episode. That The fans are going to hate this. We're doing incest jokes already because we have both co-hosts here. Oh, the God. chancellor of canceller and the hall monitor. <laughs> and I have to come up with rhymes. Not rhymes. Little intros for both of you. And I'm really glad you guys can meet each other because I actually think this was very needed. And I'm glad we're yeah, doing it. Yeah, we've never it. actually met. It's also kind of like fucking weird for me because when I'm doing an episode like when i'm co-hosting and then i just go to the comments and everyone's like 
where's Maddie? I'm like, oh, man. Well, Maddie doesn't read the comments, but they do the same thing on the episodes with Maddie. They go, bring B- Brie back. And then I I have to go in and be like, guys, I love both of these people, and I, I will kill you. Like, I, I will- was going to say, the only thing I like really know of Maddie is that they're a better co-host than I <laughs> And I am a big fan. So, you know, I'm happy to meet you. People absolutely love you, Brie, and they absolutely love you. And it's honestly, it's a different, I think it's so great because it is a different type of listener. Mm. Like, like, I think the, Mm. wait, that's so interesting. What's our, well, I I know I need to know our types. I think the people who want like, like parasocial, like more like interviewee, conversations like topics and stuff go for Brie and people who love comedy like want Matt <laughs> I'm so sorry Brie you're so <laughs> but I, I'm so sorry people Brie. who come and like want to have like a single laugh during an episode <laughs> really enjoy when Maddie's here I was like I have no idea how to pra- phrase this but like you bring a different skill set than even I have to the to this so like I'm so grateful that you're here but I'm too yeah, much yeah. of a no one with it. I, well, it also is a skill set that I kind of lack or I'm just not super well suited for is like the real like uh I don't know pouring your heart on it like I'm trying to get better and show stuff and everything but it's like I like there's uh respect both ways though you know what no I mean? for real and and the thing about podcasting that people don't re- realize especially like not just like a dude's comedy podcast, which mm. is, <laughs> I I like those, you know what I mean? I do. But the people who listen to this really value both sides of it. Mm. So it's really nice to be able to do both. And and you, Brie, your skill set is not in one that I'm an expert in. So I'm never, it's like the unknown unknown. I know you're good at this and I don't know how to describe what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right, because right, like, right. I, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not someone who's leading by example on the internet. I'm a mm. fucking idiot. Like I want to make incest gay sex jokes. Like that's <laughs> that's what I bring to the table. So, yeah, right. but anyway, what my chancellor of Can- I got to introduce you guys and Bree's Bree's feeling insulted, so we got to change the topic. No. Very good. No, but no, the no, truth no. is, Bree, you you guys can both do both and you do both do both. And Bree, you could be a stand-up comedian if you wanted to be. I'm just going to be honest. I don't know what parasocial means. <laughs> so this whole time I've had no fucking clue. People feel like they're your friend, Bree, and you make them feel that way. Oh, okay. That's nice. Okay. Cool. Like me and you. <laughs> yeah. Us. Well, it's, but I think parasocial is when oh, it's a one. I just got that joke. No, that's so true, Brie. That's so true. I'm I like think of Brie as my best friend and Brie's like, I don't ever want to meet this bitch. We have like a fake we have like a fake beef going that is obviously not as fake as I think it is. We have a fake beef going that we she actually like hates me in real Uh-oh, life. Oh, the comments are really going to start now. There's people out there that genuinely believe that I actually hate Ash. It's it's actually crazy cuz they'll write things like like Bree is so mean to Ashley and I'm like I'm I'm a 35-year-old woman. You don't think that I would kick Bree off my fucking podcast if she were mean to me? Like I have agency. Like I also feel like that's like people who like watch reality TV and they're like they're really fighting over who took the ketchup. And it's like, no, no, they're yeah. all doing that. And then go cashing checks and being like, wasn't that fun? Wasn't that a fun little play we put yes. on? Uh, Let's all be friends. Yeah, life's yeah. a bit, if you will. Um, but anyway, eh, let, let me do the two intros. Maddie's is prepared, so I'm going to give my brain time to come up with one for Brie. Ah! Oh, I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman, she, her pronouns. If you don't get on my fucking text alert, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. I, I, I'm going to lose my fucking mind, okay? I'm dropping a special. It's the most important thing in the... I don't care if you don't like stand-up comedy. You are required by law to go and watch it for two to three minutes so that True. we can increase the view count because that's good for gay people, okay? Then watch the whole fucking special because you'll love it and it's going to be good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, or just like put it on mute. Put it on mute. <laughs> Put it on, blast the volume, go for a walk. Because we need that retention time, you know? Like, you, yeah. you just put it on mute. Like, just play Please. it in the background. I had put a- it on mute and then open a new tab and play um, Phoebe Bridgers just kind of over <laughs> it. <laughs> and just sort of stare longingly at Ashley for an hour. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's a great suggestion. <laughs> Honestly, if you're here for the conversations and, like, the serious moments and you hate comedy, which I know is a solid chunk of you just what? just yeah just just watch it anyway send it to a friend who feels joy okay 
<laughs> and then as always, sometimes the hall monitor to keep me from getting canceled, they're focused on their extracurriculars. But Principal Gavin wants them focused on their sextracurriculars. <laughs> Because they're oh a virgin. Give it up <laughs> for Maddie Wiener. Hello, I'm Maddie Ooh. Wiener. Um, I'm a comedian, and uh, I'll, you know, we'll get to the gender later in the episode. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's really all I'm doing. I'm, you know. You got Maddie T. Wiener on Instagram, oh, on yeah. TikTok. Maddie T. Wiener, Instagram, YouTube, and I have a Substack where I write little essays. It's sort of a zine, if you will. Um, yeah. We need to come up with one for Brie. I call her the Chancellor Canceller. That's pretty good. It's kind of like a Canadian reference. So I, I sort of do. It doesn't totally make have chancellors? sense. Not really. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> um, sorry, you have the broken microphone, by oh, the no, way. It's, okay. it's nice for us to, to fidget. Um, so I need to come up maybe something about the North, like snow or a Vancouver. One time I did... The, the Hoover, the Pussy Hoover from Vancouver, or we could do Pacific really Northwest, British Columbia. Something about the metric system the and metric like how many system. You know, pints are in a pussy squirt or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's... <laughs> I think, you know what? We got to laugh. Let's just end it there. <laughs> Brianne Williamson. Uh, hey. Oh, was that it? That was it. That's your intro. Oh, love it. Thank you so much. How many pints <laughs> are in a pussy squirt? I Wow, that's a great question. I'm Brianne Williamson. I'm a lesbian from Canada. My pronouns are she, her. And you can find me pretty much anywhere at Brianne Williamson. And I also have a text list because I have a LGBTQ plus film coming out that I'm filming in about a month and a half. And it's going to come out. And then everyone needs to be able to find it. So please. Yes. Listener, are you listening to our Patreon exclusive, You're Having Gay Sex? Well, here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week. She invited me to a swing house with six other female friends of hers. Oh, shit. All gays. And on breaks, Christina would happily approach me talking about taking me to their house. Damn, okay. it's like a pet store. Yeah. I'm taking you home, little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to my surprise, Christina twists my arm tightly behind my back. Oh, shit. And instead of kissing me, she bit down hard on my jaw, digging into my skin. Oh, shit. <laughs> there are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It, it's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and i just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. All right, well, I kind of have a huge... I kind of have a huge reveal happening today on the podcast. And Brie, I'm realizing, I think you might not even know who I'm dating. I have no clue. How is this possible that I have not brought it up to you? You haven't told me. Like, there was a moment there where I was like, was it that that other person that you told me about? Like, did that come full circle? But then it, but it's not. Because I saw the no. little... You're such also you're so wild with your little photos with the little emoji over top and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. Listen, OK, here's the thing. This? I I actually don't like doing it. But holy shit, the engagement. Holy the needs thing. people to know that even if she's not that she's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating a woman who will rename Renee. Main <laughs> nameless. Oh, my God. 
I thought you were saying that this person's name was Renee. I was going with it. I was like, okay, Renee. What about Renee? It's it's Renee Rap. It's Renee R- Renee Rap. Everybody. <laughs> I was um, trying to say re- remain nameless. nameless. No, I know. I just had a fucking stroke. So I've been teasing it because, like, one time I just. One time I felt so genuinely like happy that I like posted something about us because I thought it was really cute. And the engagement just absolutely skyrocketed. Mm. I mean, like people were obsessed. It Instagram treated it yeah. so well. So I was like, oh, gotta post tour dates after that. So yeah. now I'm trapped in a couple's content cycle that I've yeah. never, w- this is a great ma- microcosm for my entire life. I am trapped in a content <laughs> creation cycle that I can't get out of. I am on the hamster wheel of ca- content creation. Like it is, it is mind blowing how, how engaged people were. There's oh, nothing you, better Alex. for engagement than a breakup or a new relationship. I know. So I'm like, once I reveal it, I'm going to kind of, so I have to reveal it. Obviously the day you're going to have to break up once you, once you reveal it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to reveal it the day before my special. I don't want people to feel like I'm using that. I'm not sincere. I'm like a hundred percent sincere, but I will say like, am I a little more likely to post these things now? Yeah, I am. But they're 100% genuine. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to post anything that's like, you are using also- it, but it's sincere. It's sincere. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, it both can be true. Yes. Yes. Um, And I don't post anything that's not like that. I don't feel like posting anyway. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. anyway, I, I can't believe you're going to. Okay. So Brie, you were there on one of the most important episodes of this entire podcast. My breakup episode when I broke up. Oh, yeah. With, with, I thought you were going to say Jen. one of the guests is your is your significant other. I was like, who was I it? I am dating Andrea Russet. We have an announcement to make. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Maddie and I have entered the most disturbing relationship. <laughs> it's it's a power dynamic that no one wants to see on all kinds of levels. She is my employee. There is a 12-year age gap. Yeah. Um <laughs> What else? We both work in comedy. Uh, we both yeah. have the same management company. There's they, That's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were there when I had the breakup episode yes. with 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 Jen and I don't know if you recall but I made this joke about like wanting to bring her to my college reunion. Just like forcing yes. her to come to my post breakup. Well, the th- the thing yeah. is that Jen and I didn't talk for um, a while, but the main I don't know how to do this in a nice I'm- way. Main main is Jen. Jen is main main. We. <laughs> I can't, and honestly, this is such a wild reveal because now we're going to really see how Brie actually feels about it. <laughs> if Brie had just been talking shit. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so now you can- now I you am can, in actual shock. Yeah, so we didn't talk for like a good while, a good while. And about, I would say, a year after yeah. our breakup, we started chatting uh, again, making some mistakes we made <laughs> we made a couple <laughs> this is so good this is this is so good like <laughs> well the thing is the thing is about halfway between those two periods we went on a date but didn't physically touch we like got dinner and just to see each other and see if we could be friends and it was just so clear that we were both very, still very much in love with each other, but then didn't yeah. really speak again for a while. Um, right. and, and then, and then we decided to do that a second time and we had a slip. <laughs> we had it a couple months later. God, Sorry, and that is the men best don't do any ever. foreplay. You did five years. I mean, like, yeah. good lord! You're um, like, I, I circled so her pussy once, and then I went to grad school, and then we came back <laughs> and I gave it another lick. Like, God, <laughs> right? Yeah. So a few okay. months go by. We decided we shouldn't, if we were gonna do anything, we decided we shouldn't have sex, and so we just like kissed. And when I tell you. Brie, you're going to make fun of me, but like the dry humping involved to avoid having sex with each other was so, (laughs) Brie, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Go on. Go on. So basically it was very arm's length. 
We didn't see each other that often. And the reason we broke up was I thought you meant that the dry humping was arms length. <laughs> it was socially distanced dry humping. We were each on the arm of a couch of, on the other side of the room. I was on the, this arm of the couch. She was on that arm of the couch. We were dry humping the couch, kind of looking at each other lovingly. Yeah. Um, and we were, we, we were still seeing other people. So mm-hmm. it was, it was very kind of, it felt kind of safe. But I, I had really been seriously dating. I mean, like I was really trying to find someone. Yeah. I was, I was talking to this guest that some people know about that. I almost had this fling with, I, I met this, I met this, a couple of women that I was like really wanted to like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I was just not falling in love with anybody. And that's very atypical for me, <laughs> you know? And I just right. couldn't meet anybody. And I was ready for marriage. And the reason that we broke up is because there were no problems in the relationship. She just straight up wasn't ready for marriage. And she's such a caring, kind person. She was like, I can't lead you on knowing that mm-hmm. I'm not ready. So that's why we, we yeah. broke up. And it's so hard to have closure from relationships like that. Because yeah. when you like when it's not because of an issue in a relationship, it's just that you're on different paths or different timelines. Like that is truly difficult. And then when you continue to dry hump during the breakup, <laughs> it makes it even more difficult for closure. So <laughs> <laughs> some no, would say yeah. you're really opening up in a way during yeah. the, the dry humping. Totally. Um, but yeah, so like we were seeing each other and then I think at a certain point we started planning a vacation together and I invited her to this wedding that I was going to. And I was like, hey, listen, I am now at a point where it's like, we're, this is dating. So like, you know where I stand with this. I could see a life with you. I think you can see a life with me, but you really have to be okay with knowing where I am because I don't want my heart demolished. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at a certain point, we like had this conversation and I told you, kind of about this she was like I love you so much I have this kind of big fear of commitment I need to take some I know you're my person but I need to take some time and figure out why this is hard for me and we didn't talk for 48 hours and then she came back and was like I'm being an idiot I love you you're my person I want to be with you so now almost two years later now year and eight months later we're back together and I like I I feel like this is where I'm gonna cry I've never I've never felt so loved in my entire life like no matter how difficult my life is it's so cool being able to get excited to come home like to because like I had a I don't yeah I had a pretty rough child I had a pretty rough childhood, you know, and like home wasn't like necessarily a safe space for me. So like I get called an asshole on stage in Oklahoma and I'm like, it's okay. Like Jen, Jen's at home, you know, like I'm going to oh, I'm going to cry. I get home and That's I'm like, so sweet. <laughs> it's the, she is the only thing on this earth that I love more than comedy. And like, that is real. I never thought I'd be in a relationship where I thought, comedy could go to shit I could lose all of this but if I'm with Jen I know mm-hmm. I'm gonna be happy because like at the end of the day no matter what's going on I'm going home to someone who makes me feel super safe and loved and safe safe and loved and important and she just is like she's just my total rock and I love her so much and I hope you guys are nice to her and she's also really she's really very beautiful so she's got a great Instagram <laughs> if you want to go check it out she's great super dry hot. humper too Great Jai Humper. Yeah, and I thought, oh my I don't gosh, know. I don't, that's so I'm sweet. Really happy I'm for so you. happy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're... And Jen's so fucking cool, too. I went bowling one time, and she fucking rocks. Yeah, she's really sweet. She's very bad at bowling. <laughs> <laughs> she's also so funny. She just makes me laugh. And, uh, you know, she's pretty introverted, so, like, I don't know that... I don't know how people are going to react to this. I hope everyone's super happy for me. And if yeah. you have anything mean to say because you're projecting your own issues onto this about getting back together with an ex, I just want people to know I'm 35. Like, I know the difference between we took this real long break and 
I know the difference between like get sliding back toxically with an ex that you can't mm-hmm. stay away from. But and this was like such a that's what I love about her. Everything's just like so intentional and thoughtful and like thought through and calm and peaceful. You know, I I really need that. I think this is a good example, though, of like it, by the sounds of it, you set your boundary, like reminded her of that boundary that was like, OK, you know, the reason we broke up was X, Y, Z. And if we're going to jump back in, we have to make sure that that reason isn't still yes there in a way or at least in the same way because yes i think the problem lies when people get back with their ex without like resolving that or at least like working through it in some way and finding a middle ground because then you're just like you're missing a person and you're just going to fall back into after six months a year the same thing you had before once the like shine wears off you know Totally. But, and it's kind of the, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, I think for you, though, it sounds like you were like, okay, if we're going to do this again, like, I need to protect myself in a way and protect my heart that, you know, we are more on the same page or that we've figured this out. Yeah. I was going to say, it's also like the opposite of codependency, which is like, mm-hmm. I need this feeling so bad that I'm willing to look past any problems we have. And, it's, I think it's really cool that you guys are able to be like, no, no, here's the issues we have. I'm willing to like put this on hold because it's the right thing to do. Like, I feel like that's the sign of like a relationship that really like is built on like trust and like just, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We have really good independent lives. That's like another thing that's that huge. I really love about her. That's yeah. so different than my other relationships is like, she was able to go and like, think about what she really wanted and resolve something within herself because she doesn't have that addictive need for me. Mm. And I didn't push Mm -hmm. her because I don't have that addictive need for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it was not a dramatic thing. It it was, nothing between us is particularly dramatic. It's actually quite sweet and wonderful. It's very nice. It's the opposite of the movies. It's like, there's no radio over the head. There's none of that. It's like, I love you. Here is a clear description of what's going on and they give you like a clear thing that you know what I mean it's like really it's so not romantic at all and I should also clarify that it was interesting when we started dating because obviously it was open and Mm -hmm. she's she's the Sagittarius like you Brie um so now this is making way more sense I didn't know that okay so she has like a big she's like very nomadic she like well she She's fluent in Spanish, so she, like, went to Costa Rica for a few months just to, like, live there and work there, work from there and stuff like that. She is a big, that's, like, a really big part of her, and, like, that was part of the reason she was, like, I want to explore my sexuality in New York. That was part of the reason we broke up. And when we got back together, Mm -hmm. she was, like, I'm not totally done with this, but I know I'm going to be done soon. So we've kept the relationship open. And it was really interesting to start with it open, and it's still open, because that was a nut, that blew my mind that I'm in, an open relationship I never thought I could be in one but I was Mm. shocked by how much it increased the trust and the communication in my relationship blown away by that I never thought that could be a thing that I could do but in a weird way I'm trying to write a joke about this it's so easy to say it's opened everything up everywhere else because it's so it's so easy to say to a partner in a fight and Jen and I never really fight but you know, you'll say a horrible thing to a partner in a fight. In a mm-hmm. bad relationship, you are so quick to say the meanest thing. Like, you never make me feel appreciated or you're always this, that, and the other thing. But the last thing you'll say is, I have a teeny tiny crush on someone and I want to feel desired. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you'll never say that, but you'll say the other horrible thing to them. Do you mm. guys know what I'm saying? Mm. Once you're able to be able to be like, oh, I kind of have a crush on this person and the other person's like, oh, like, that's great. They're really attractive or whatever. It actually makes talking about the more difficult things a lot easier. Mm. I, I don't know if that makes sense, right. but it's... Yeah, it's like when you're, like, so honest with someone, then the honesty kind of flows in different areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's been so pretty So you're going to continue to be open. We don't want an open marriage, we don't think, but we're going to continue to be open right now. Uh, cool. Especially when I'm on the road so much because, you know. <laughs> a girl's got a dry hump. 
yeah, and then, you know, I'm not around and I don't want her to feel like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, this makes so much more sense now, though, that it's Jen, because now I'm thinking, like, I saw one of your little, like, emoji secret, half secret, guess who it is posts, and it was about a calendar that this person's mom had, like, included you in or something. And I yeah. was like, that's so fucking sweet, but also, like, that is, like, really fast, for a mom to be including someone in a calendar, right? Yes. Now it makes complete sense because it wasn't actually fast. You guys have been on this whole fucking journey for ages. Have you, uh, Alex, have you met You know I've gotten drunk with Okay. <laughs> so Alex is very good friends with Jen's little brother. That's how we found oh, Alex. cool. Okay, I thought you were going to say Jen's mom. I was like, this is a... This I thought the, her mom, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> is the mom. Oh, okay. Is Jen's mom. Jen comes from a very wonderful family, and they've really accepted me as family. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome, Ash. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think I need to don't say anything apologize. about it. They are just really lovely, and they put me the it's an individual calendar that's different for every single person in her life. Oh, she so... customizes it. So for for Valentine's Day month, February, she Jen's has pictures of me. I'm not the star of the. Fi- not everyone <laughs> in the whole family got pictures of me. <laughs> you didn't get the front cover of the calendar. I did not. I did not. But, uh, yeah, seeing, being in the calendar, I mean, that's just like such a, it just feels like dreams come true, you know, like it's that wonderful to just be a part of their family and to be in the calendar. But yeah, I'm sure that was probably a little bit lesbian U-Haul for everybody seeing it who didn't know how long we had known each other. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. I, I like, I thought about it for a second. Then I was like, meh lesbians like, you know. <laughs> but you know what some yeah. people get just for laughs and some people get included in the family calendar so you know what? that's <laughs> true. Coming true all around. and and no offense maddie but i'd really much rather have the family calendar i would so much rather have the family calendar um that was so good Bree. but yeah so yeah this you know just feels like my life is coming together and it's it's so interesting this you podcast is about every more bit of it i hope you know that oh I'm thank you that. and also like i know you have such a beautiful loving relationship too brie that we I, I i don't know how julia is about the online stuff so maybe Maybe you're hesitant to talk about it, but no, I totally relate to what you were saying because I think in a way it's really refreshing because Julia isn't into the online stuff. So when you were saying like, okay, you have this like grounding space in Jen and that she feels like home to you. I totally get that because for me, she is that like I can be like all caught up in the comments or online and you know you're looking at numbers all day and it's like very like up and down industry and competitive and stuff like that and then it's like we're just sitting here making dinner and I'm like no this is what matters you know it's very like safe and I feel like I didn't have that in previous relationships that 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 calmness and another thing you hit on was it not being this overly dramatic movie, you know, script of a relationship. And I think especially in women loving women relationships, we kind of idolize those up and down stories and the big flashy moments. And when I was younger, I definitely wanted that. And then when I found Julia and it was just this like calmness and stability that I had never felt before. And it's, it's hard to put words to how valuable that is and how much deeper love goes when it's sitting in that safe space. Yeah, it's it's incredible cuz I'm pretty neurotic and it's it's pretty incredible like to have it be such a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Like for so long it just gets better and better and better and it's like yeah. 
I know that marriages are hard, obviously, but like the fact that it grows and it doesn't hit these like intense peaks and valleys and stuff like gives me so much confidence of the future. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, I didn't know that could feel so loving and that itself is so intense and deep and loving, even though you're not getting those like high highs and low lows and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but Julia is also like a longshoreman or something like that. (laughs) Like, She's like yeah. really not uh, at all. Uh, uh, Jen's an actor, so like, yeah. Julia is like blue collar, crane operator, union, like like total opposite, like consistency. Just like I don't know. It's so funny to me. I still fucking lose it when like there's like a problem in our place. Like, oh, the sink's broken. She's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go fix that. I'm like, you're gonna what? and i'm like immediately horny but i um yeah no i think she's so different from me but we have this mutual respect for what each other are like so kick-ass at and even though like she does not get in any way the world that i am in um it's kind of refreshing because she doesn't put value on that and that was like a big fear Mm. of mine when i used to date that people were kind of like putting value on that part of me when that's not really me yeah so it's really cool to have someone that's like totally just doesn't give a fuck about that aspect (laughs) of things while also like supporting me and being like oh that's that's really cool that you accomplished that yeah it's that's really really funny it's interesting because I think there was a point in my life where I was like, well, if someone doesn't love me for my talent, what do they even love me for? <laughs> but then it's like that part of you just goes totally unloved because it's such a private part of yeah, yeah. you yeah. that it's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You yeah. get all this public love, but to have somebody that like intimately, privately like knows you and loves you is like, yeah, it, you know, otherwise that'll just kind of like, I don't know. Like, it's like, if you don't feed it, that'll just kind of sort of dwindle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like your fucking soul. Yes. Yeah. Ash is doing stand-up sets in the bedroom to keep the relationship going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think I, I worried about like someone like, cause I had dated someone more in the comedy space Mm -hmm. and I thought, oh my God, this person really understands me. And it's like, some stuff just doesn't really need to be understood. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, Mm. maybe Julia will never understand truly the stress of content creation, but that's not really what matters. What matters is if she's there for you and has empathy and can and be your rock. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And there's something really sweet and telling, too, that if someone's like, oh, I don't get it, but I get what it means to you. Yes. That's almost more meaningful is that it, it matters to me because it matters to you. Yeah. And I think I'm bringing it up because there's so many things on our stupid little checklists that we think matter, but they actually don't. What matters Mm -hmm. is how this person treats you Mm -hmm. and loves you and respects you. That's what love actually is. Not that they understand something specific. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just an interesting. Wow. That's great. Do you know what what I'm saying? I I, I don't agree. It's just from a, it's just from a wisdom of having dated people who, had so much in common with me, mm-hmm. but did not respect me or mm-hmm. nurture me. Jen doesn't get everything about being a comedian, although she gets a lot, obviously. She sees it. But yeah. she doesn't have to because she respects what I do and she yeah. nurtures me and she loves me and she, you know what I mean? She takes care of me. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that she has this innate thing about comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that makes total sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've really, yeah, that makes so much sense. This is for anyone with a dream who thinks they want to find someone else with the same dream. You don't necessarily, or like something yeah, specific. Yeah, you don't like, need to. Yeah, that's you really so don't true. need to. I think that's also really important to say for like people out there. I've had a lot of messages recently um, because obviously on TikTok I do like the gay girl tips and stuff. People ask me for advice and a lot of like, there's this weird thing that's going on. I think with TikTok and it being like so accessible to like, I don't know, get followers quickly or whatever. Um, a lot of these younger couples that are LGBTQ plus are putting a lot of weight on like how popular they're perceived online. And if that like gives value to their relationship. Like there's something, there's a dynamic out there. Yeah, for sure. 
there's a dynamic out there that it's like, I don't, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's like, I think that they're confusing because they see these couples that they look up to that post couple content that they're oh like, okay, well, if my partner doesn't want to do that, or if like, we're not getting the same kind of like likes or traction, like maybe Oof. we're not cute together. Maybe we're not like, it's a def like definitely seeing. Remember the Gen Z millennial war that we were talking about earlier. I think millennials yeah. just scored a point. I think we just got yeah, a point. That's like really scary. Or also being like, Oh, I go like more viral when I post stuff with this person rather than this person. Yeah. So that's who I should be with. Is oh like, my that's God. That's terrifying. Also like what goes viral is not what you like. No, yeah. that's, that's like actually one of the scariest things I've ever heard in my life. Also because like love should be the most like private, sweet little, yeah. like yes. tiny flame in the dark, mm -hmm. nurture it. Like it's like beautiful. Yeah. Do you know Protect what I mean? No, keep going. Talk and about it's like, it. And to have it be this bright, mm -hmm. shiny, like floodlights, football stadium, like yeah. doing a day. It's like, no, you yeah. should be like alone on a fucking mountain with this person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's totally. like, oh, that's horrible horrifying i know it's really yeah. actually actually it made me really sad because it, i was getting this like wave of traction of people saying that like the fact that i was reading advice wow. questions that were like hey how do i get my partner to want to take more pictures with me for like instagram our friends do it and she's not a picture person and it's making me feel like unloved and i'm seeing this new wave of like people equating that and in a very like direct like to social media way um, and I think as wow. someone, I mean, we've talked on this podcast before that's seen behind the curtain a lot. You know, I've hung out with creators for the last 10 years and, um, a lot of, you know, couples have come and gone. And I'm not saying that couples that post on social media are like not in a good relationship or bad, but I think people's perception that like, as if they are doing that, then that automatically means they're good could not be more flawed because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen so many people that I know in real life that are like posting down to the day they break up with. And if you were to look on their social media, it's sunshine and roses and there's like nothing that they could possibly be worrying about in their relationship. And then they break up and everyone goes, oh, my God, that came out of nowhere. And it's like, do you not realize like they're getting checks from this? Obviously, they're going to like be yeah. pumping the content out even when it's bad. I mean, I was on a yeah. brand trip once and um, there was this couple. They were arguing the whole time. They were in tears. They're everything else. And like, you know, relationships have their up and down, whatever. But then they would like switch off to get oh like a kissing God. photo in front of like uh, uh, a brand spot. And it would be like all of a sudden they're doing like these cute little kissy photos and stuff. And then the second later, they're like back to hating each other. And once you see that, it's hard to unsee. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's like we've gone full circle, like back to like medieval relationships where you don't love each other, but there's like a financial incentive to like <laughs> marry to connect yeah. the castles or something. You know what I mean? They're like merging their yes. kingdoms. Yes. <laughs> we must maintain this marriage for the land. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> His daughter has a blue check mark. Your, suitors are <laughs> your DMs are your fucking suitors, dude. You're holding court. But that genuinely is like. Um, That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. I also think too, like, I, I think this That's is applicable. The clip, by the way, the Bri <laughs> Brianne's little summary of the relationships into that. That's the clip. It's there's something <laughs> crazy about like, um, I don't know. Stop me from talking out of turn because you guys are are much more well versed Bree's in the, the internet expert, and what it means the to be a person. No, no. But. I just think there's a thing that like, especially if you're like a young person who's like, cause everyone's a public figure, even if you're not trying to be a public figure, right? Like you still mm -hmm. have to like, there's a if, presence. Even if you're not trying to make a career out of it, you're still practiced in like presenting a version of yourself online. Like that's yeah. what we do. And I yes. just think like, especially if you're like, oh, I want my partner to like do it with me. It's like, you should just have like some, at least some little nugget of you that's like not public. You know what I mean? Like there should be- totally. I think parts of you, just so you know who you are outside of that. And like you said, like if it all fell, like you have this like home that you can like return yes. to in your it's body and your mind. And like, I don't know. I just can't imagine growing up like as a young person right now and just throwing all of it out there. Is I'm like never posting another couple's photo again. That I mean, this, <laughs> this, I, I I had just posted a couple because I was like, oh, I want to get the tour dates out there. But like, nah, I'm not. I think as long as you're doing it when it's fun and it feels good. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's just a slippery slope, right? Yeah. yeah I don't mean to sound like I'm poo-pooing it either. I'm not. Oh, no. And, and you can. It, I think I think the thing is, is that at the end of the day, like we just we all have our fucking heads in the sand. If we genuinely think that some of these couples out there aren't consciously like thinking about the fact that like, yeah, it's really working out for me being in this relationship. Maybe yeah. I should hang on a little longer, even if it's not great behind closed doors, because no. there is so much money to be made with some of these really mm. famous couples that I think we would all be completely ignorant to think that that doesn't go through some of their minds. And I've seen it happen throughout the last like 10 years before when it was YouTube. Now that it's TikTok, I think just asking yourself, like, am I posting this with my partner? Because this photo like brings me joy or like we had a really cute moment right. filming this TikTok mm. because like we had fun and laughed about it or are we setting it up because we're like fuck we got to get this many TikToks out and we got to get this many followers and stuff as soon as it crosses that line you have to ask yourself like why am I doing this I mm. think also what you're describing is the line between you yeah. and your use of social media and if that's blurred if that is blurred enough that your use of social media is integral to your relationship, yeah. you are not separate from your social media. And mm, yeah. that is a mental health check that you need to, I mean, it is, if your social media is effect, affecting your self-worth, mm-hmm. I think it's very common, but that totally. doesn't mean that we it should make us feel that way. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. just like, you yeah. know, like, it, it it should not be connected to your self-worth. It should not be connected to the value of your relationship. It should mm-hmm. not, it's just, and while that's really hard and I understand if you're going through that because I'm watching all this ha- from my vantage point as a fucking ancient lesbian, I'm watching all of this and I'm very concerned for the youth. I'm very, yeah. <laughs> I'm very concerned, but y- you know, like talk about it in therapy is my best advice and, <laughs> yeah. and, and watch your screen time. Yeah. yeah yeah and just make sure that at the end of the day like it's supposed to be fun if you're having fun it is supposed like, to be fun valentine's yeah. i was it, it was just valentine's day and my girlfriend and i were joking around and she's if anyone follows my social media they know that like every once in a while we'll post a photo together but it's like i definitely don't post con- couples content and i think she had been in like one or two tiktoks before when we were on trips and um, then we were joking around and we were like, oh, my God, we should like film a couple TikToks like that would be so funny. So we were literally like in tears laughing trying to film these yeah. TikToks because she's not a TikToker. So she was like, what? I'm supposed to say the words that this sound says? Like, what is going on? And we were crying. <laughs> we were having so much fun doing it because we felt like we were being kids. And if you're doing it like that, where you're like genuinely, it's like more of an activity and you're having fun with your partner, then great. But if it gets more serious than that, then like. I don't know. Just make sure you're prioritizing the behind the screen stuff more than the on screen stuff. And a a fun fact uh, that I learned in my happiness class, taking a photo for yourself can can increase your happiness. But taking a photo specifically for social media decreases the happiness of the experience. Whoa. Just 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 letting you know. I keep an album on my phone called You're Hot and I save every picture where I think I look hot and sometimes I take pictures just for it and then if I'm sad, I go back and look through it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a really fun thing to do. And you don't have to worry about being cringe or being too like, like literally just like stuff where you're like, I look good. It's for you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh my God, that is the best idea ever. I love offline days with, uh, with Jen. I almost said main main. I can keep saying main main if it's fun for the listeners, but we we do a lot of offline. We'll take photos for ourselves. We've shared albums that we share together. Oh, so, so like cute. do some offline stuff like, yeah. And if you get on Patreon, then you can get access to those albums. Yes, yeah, actually, all of them, all of them are definitely sincerely available at patreon.com slash WHGS. Donate a couple thousand dollars. See what happens. We're starting a new app called Offline, spelled with no vowels. And it's a subscription service. <laughs> where you get all the offline content that we don't want to share. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Brie, I feel like that was your story because I kind of interviewed yeah. you a little bit. Do you mind if we go to Maddie's sharing corner? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Maddie never has sex, so we do Maddie's sharing corner instead of. Okay, that's so cute. <laughs> so Maddie's on a gender journey and a journey of self discovery as a 
somewhat adolescent young person. It's crazy to Your me. brain's not done. And yeah, it's not 25. I got one more year. Yeah. I'm 24. Yeah. I'm 25. I'll be fully baked. Um, but it's crazy to me. Very cool that you said earlier that you were like, oh, you seem like a different person, but like not really different. Because literally on the way over here, we talked about this in Oklahoma. We had a whole gender conversation. Maddie and, and really- I, against somewhat against Maddie's will, I feel like I had emotionally dumped on you a little bit on that trip, and no, I no, apologize. No, no, it's okay. But no, but this was this was good. This is a really good thing that came out of it, which is I was riding over here, and I was like, bro, I think I like my... It- Every time to accept that I'm like, I think I might be like trans non-binary. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what you've been saying on this show, but I feel that 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 was the most anticlimactic thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Wait, that makes me really good though, because I felt so much imposter syndrome around using that word. And I literally on the train ride over here, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about. And I was thinking about a conversation that we had in Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, I guess that's, and I, and I just felt like stronger and more grounded and more adult and like happy. And I was like, I realized that I was like, every time I doubt, like this is what we were talking about is that a lot of times I, I hesitate to lean fully into it because I'm like, what if that means I can never wear a dress again or I can never wear my Lululemon leggings or I can never fuck a guy or I can never feel like a girl or feel pretty. I'm having trouble remembering where we even had this conversation. At the IHOP. At the IHOP. (laughs) And and I was like, it's so so scary for me to feel like I'm leaving the male gaze or becoming unacceptable to them because I do love men and I have crushes on men and there's also a societal thing of like, that's what I'm supposed to be. And, but I've realized Mm. that like, most of the, and I think, you know, when I say I'm like trans non-binary, I think I am gender fluid. Like I do have very feminine days and I have a lot of very masculine days and like other stuff too. But like when I, when I am scared to use that term for myself, it's usually, it's usually because of fear. And when I'm like wanting to use it, it's because of like love and like joy. And like, mm. that's how I know that it's like the right thing. And I really like... I know you said this does feel anticlimactic because I've been, but it's it was no, no, a no. mental shift for me of like good literally on the train over here I was like oh maybe I'll just like let myself have that and like my body feels different like I feel more comfortable oh. I feel like and I was thinking about like I I knew this about myself in like eighth grade yeah and I stopped mm-hmm. for years because of stand up because it was too hard to do that in this world and I'm like I'm gonna fucking do it but the thing about you. Congratulations. Thanks. And you did. When yeah. you came in, I was like, you're, oh my God, you're in such a good headspace. Because I think, and I apologize if I'm psychoanalyzing you in a way that I'm about to sound like a little bit. Well, um, now I'm going to cry. This is like. But like one of the things that I have noticed, and I'm not surprised that this like applies to your gender as well, is like you ask for permission a lot. Mm. A lot. Mm. Even though you're like the most capable person in the room, you know what I mean, dude. So Aww. like, fuck, like all weekend long, Maddie was asking for permission for all these things, and I was like, please just go fucking put your camera wherever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Or like, please go. Yeah. Don't don't worry that you're oh, late for something, or don't worry about mm. asking for extra jam with the like. You don't have to tell this. Sorry, this is weird. I just I kind of I also want marmalade. Like it's just like, it's just like that's that's just like who you are. So I'm not surprised that with an issue as big and de- frankly demanding from society as gender, like of course mm-hmm. it's gonna feel. I don't. I can't know what it feels like, but I I know that if you are a non-binary person, it must be a lot having to correct people all the fucking time, yeah. especially if you're a person that struggles in other ways to take up space and allow yourself to do the things that you need to do. So you coming in, I, I, you felt a lot more confident coming in to this podcast and even before I was going to give you the pep talk that I sometimes give you where I'm like remember this is your podcast too like you can jump in like you can do this and that and the other thing but like Mm -hmm. I'm just really happy that you're feeling that way and and you deserve you deserve all the space can I give you a hug yes of course that's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me dude I love you so much I love you so much and I'm glad that that something came out of that week besides me just crying about my (laughs) I can when I tell you that I cried 
I cried to Maddie so much about my stand-up <laughs> comedy. I mean, like, some stuff happens on the road. Yeah. <laughs> we cried in an IHOP. We cried in, we cried in an IHOP, and then I think I cried at brunch the next morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we missed our flight. I didn't cry that time, I don't think. But it was. Are a- you sure we're not a lesbian couple? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is sounding. Yeah, we very took a intimate. trip together, and all we did was cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of you. But like, Thank you. to me, it's also like, hopefully, it's in a good way. You know, when you come out to someone and they're like, "Yeah, it's the best thing you could have possibly said." Because okay, it's good. like the, it's like the, it's so it that's so nice and like affirming. And it, I can't believe I never pieced together what you're saying about the permission and everything, but that Mm -hmm. totally is it. Because if you're going to ask the world for permission of like, can I be trans and non-binary? They're going to be like, no. Yeah. And you have to be like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to correct you. And it's, it is not rude of me to correct you. It's not rude for me to go into the bathroom. I I want to go into. Yeah. yeah, But also giving yourself permission. Right. Yes. Like regardless of if it has to do with gender or sexuality, I think it's a very relatable thought to feel like you kind of know before you give yourself permission to actually live in it. Like, even as someone who identifies as a lesbian, I feel like I knew for years before I was like, okay, you can say that out loud. Like, there's this weird feeling as a queer person in general that you almost have to, like, earn it or you have to be gay enough. And for me, that was unpacking the fact that I had been with men before. So... Um, and you know, I heard all this like gold star lingo that was like, oh, I've never been with a dude. Ew, disgusting. I've known I was a lesbian forever. And that really like made me feel like, okay, well then maybe I'm not like, I don't. Well, Brie, unfortunately I am the arbiter on this. Um, and I didn't realize that you had been with men before. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave our podcast and I'm going to have to ask you. And join my podcast. (laughs) The fucking dudes in a gay way podcast. And you both have two unique perspectives on that. Yes, Yeah, totally different meanings. That's a good idea. I like that. But yeah, no. So I think that that that's like I'd love that you gave yourself permission today to come in here and be like, no, I'm allowed to be this. I'm allowed to own this. And it doesn't matter if everyone thinks that I am non-binary or trans enough. And it doesn't matter if people think that that's going to be okay in the comedy world. Like, that's who I am. And that's just what it is, you know? Yeah. That's brave. So I'm very proud of you. Um. What an um, well, thank you. I for went out the that. other night to a bar, and as we were walking in, it was it was um a queer event hosted at a regularly predominantly straight space. So it was actually kind of cute because as we were walking in, the staff that was working there were people that were not queer, or I'm assuming they were not queer, like they're the regular bouncers and stuff like that. And we're walking in. And uh, the guy goes, okay, guys, you can head head on in. And then he goes, oh, fuck, not guys, uh, people. Um, the folks <laughs> can head in. The folks can head in. But it was actually, like, really cute because you could tell, like, they the people, they, like, told them, like, try not yeah. to use gendered language. And he was just like, guys, head on in. And then he, like, panicked. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> they're like, they're okay. trying. The straights yeah, are trying, trying, a lot of them. <laughs> I also think guys is such a funny one because that to me, guys is like so six years ago <laughs> or not e- maybe even like 10 years ago because I think guys has been universally accepted as a gender neutral. Like I think, mm-hmm. I think the guys debate is sort of like kind of fizzled out a little bit, but the straights to the straights, it's still like going on. You know, yeah, it I wasn't don't know. like That's he was like, okay, favorite. women head on into the establishment. <laughs> women and only women. Women walk <laughs> pussy first through this door. <laughs> women will, we will be checking for your clits and your IDs. <laughs> uh, well, this was such a lovely episode. This Thank you. My, for, maybe my favorite episode we've it's ever It's a great, done. I guarantee you, this, this is going to awesome. one that's going to pop off because. Yeah, and and I think the I think the audience will be very happy that you shared in the way that you did, and you're always welcome to sh- share that way. And uh, I hope I'm. I feel so much. I feel like a dad. I feel like I hope I'm reacting okay you're to, reacting to, your, to your to you. your big announcement this that is... I already have known for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> There's, and not to be cheesy, but this like space is a very like cool important part of that for me, and I think I would have. 
been pretty lost in the sauce without it. So like, thank you because it really uh, is like a big part of it and feeling like <laughs> I have a home for it. I love this because usually <laughs> I come on and I'm like, I eat ass. And this time I'm so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel cleansed of my sins. Like I feel like so refreshed after this episode. I'm like, wow. I, this was a good hour for me to forget everything that I had going on. And I now that we're closing, I just remembered everything I have to do, and I'm so panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow I tape Comedy Central, and then over the weekend I'm doing my fucking special. Oh my so gosh, let's go everybody send good vibes to ashley send the good vibes witches don't fuck this up for me um yeah uh all right kill cool it. thanks i yeah we'll, we'll see you know what i went to a live taping of a special once and it was kind of great because they like fucked up a joke and then they just restarted it and they didn't say yeah yeah say it so i feel like you can just just ride with that energy and be like well if i fuck it up i'll just give it another go everyone knows why we're here yeah Right? Yep. And you mm-hmm. won't. You won't. But like that's like mm-hmm. the worst case scenario. Yep. Yep. <laughs> worst case scenario is that it doesn't go fucking viral. That's the worst case scenario. That's, it will because that's everyone's on the text list. Right? Thank you, Bree. <laughs> Thank you. Genius. It's, that's, it's really important because the algorithm favors videos that have a lot of people watching the premiere. So if you yeah. get the text from me and you can sign up to watch it live and we're going to do a live watching party and all this stuff, mm-hmm. it would really be very helpful. And again, even if you're not available to watch in that moment and you want to watch later with your partner or someone, just put it on and put it on mute to help Ash out because it does yes. make a difference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even if you're like a podcast person and not a comedy person, mm-hmm. it does make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, at Maddie T. Wiener on Instagram and YouTube are my main ones. I got a sub stack where I'm writing essays. Um, I'm doing some tapings that I'm really excited about coming up soon. So follow me on Instagram. There'll be stand up if you want to consume stand up. I'm Brianne Williams and you can find me anywhere at Brianne Williamson. I have a podcast. I can explain podcast and get on my text list. It's linked in my bio because I would also like to be able to text you when my film baby arrives into this world. your Thank you. your first film has like a million fucking views brie two million two million <laughs> who's counting though right <laughs> that's incredible but that's the thing is like then you do that and that that one worked for me because i put so much love and effort into it so i was so happy it worked but anyone who's in this space knows that love and effort and passion does not always equate to success when it comes right to and views. that's and that's so why we have some lesbians freaking out all the time about their yeah. fucking text list and the, the 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 investment that they're making out of their personal yeah. funds into yes. the projects that they're working exactly on. because this one is going to be like twenty times as big as the other one was and it's a lot of money as you said coming out of my own account and which I'm fine doing it's a passion project I'm going to be qu- paying a lot of awesome queer people to help me make it and I would just love if it was successful not only not only for me but like also. I have so much anxiety surrounding it coming out and everyone's really excited that was a part of the project. So it's going to be a huge cast and crew. And then it just flops and they're all like, oh, yeah. fuck. You know, like I yeah. just want it to be great for everyone involved. So yeah, textless helps for sure. Yes. Okay. Oh, I have a, I have an email something or other. <laughs> okay take up space you trans non-binary piece of shit and he does own an email address i think you can i think you can like sign up to get an email if i'm on <laughs> tour in your city Oh, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, you guys reminded me. Oh, I forgot it's a it's a business. I have a, I have a gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbitinfo.finance. <laughs> that's a website that I made for Maddie's Rabbit. Okay. <laughs> Brie, it was so, so, so good to meet you. This was Excellent so episode. much fucking fun. And I'm seriously so proud of you. And Ash, I'm so happy for you and Jen. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, we should do this every few weeks, don't you think? I was just going to suggest that off ca- camera. I, I would love, this. love that. I would okay. love it too. This is a good trio. Yeah. This is great. Write in. Do you want... Also, more comments. 
on the Chosen Family <laughs> podcast, they are fucking the Elena and Mac fans. They are commenting. Where are you? Where are you, pieces of shit? Comment a piece of shit emoji. Shit emoji. Okay, that you have seen this. Comment engagement <laughs> for the algorithm. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Patreon.com slash WHGS. AshleyGavin.com. Get on my ticket alert. And also, it will tell you when my special drops April 23rd. It'll send you a reminder. It'll send you the link so you can watch. It's going to be super convenient. My goal is to get it to 100,000. We're really close. So please, if you're hearing this, get on the text alert. There are two to four bonus episodes of this podcast every month if you go on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Gay thought, because I have one. Oh, let's do gay ASMR. Let's just do that. You hear that, listener? Those are little those are little letter pins from my from my vision board. Okay? That's fucking gay. Uh you hear that, listener? <laughs> That's two fingers. <laughs> That's the two fingers penetrating a wet surface <laughs> in a cup. You know how that's just like gay sex. <laughs> listener, listener, it's a plant. You know how gay people love plants. Guys, it's too much. Have a great week. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.